G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hello, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast. Remember, you can hear 2020 on the Vision Radio Network from 10 a.m. weekdays. That's Australian Eastern Standard Time. Well, the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby, Jim Wallace, has been under further attack over his and the Australian Christian Lobby's stance on defending the traditional view of marriage. Media reports misquoted Mr Wallace, comparing the health risks of smoking to same-sex marriage. In light of these reports, the Prime Minister has withdrawn her offer to be the guest speaker at the Australian Christian Lobby's National Conference next month. Well, to talk us through what happened and his response to the PM's withdrawal, we spoke to Jim Wallace late yesterday. Hello, Jim. Welcome to 2020. Yeah, Neil, how are you going? Uh, Jim, I'm well and uh, big controversy this week. Uh, yeah, were well, you... Neil, if, I could just, uh, if I could just correct something first that, or, or just put the context of all this uh, correct. I, I've never said, as the papers have attributed to me, uh, smoking is healthier than gay marriage. You know? it, it is an absolute nonsense and it's reflective of a very aggressive homosexual activist lobby which, which is there prepared to pounce on any words they can and turn them around and misrepresent them in order to try to demonise people. And uh, I'm sure many of your listeners have uh, seen the demonisation that occurs on social media, you know, indeed almost any medium, uh, for anybody who stands up for gay marriage, and unfortunately that's exactly what's happened here. Jim, when it comes to this controversy, uh, it it isn't going to go away quickly either, is it? Because uh, some people want to keep this alive. Uh, Well, that's right, although I I personally think that uh, the gay activists have been trying to remove uh, anybody who stands up for marriage from the public square. Now, the sad reality is that we're probably about the last one standing. Uh, We'll continue to stand because we believe that marriage should be between a man and a woman and we believe that that reflects um, a relationship that is uh, uh, honoured by God and was uh, inaugurated by God. But uh, nonetheless, uh, the issue itself, uh, I think, will go away to some degree because the gay activists have achieved their mission, uh, which was to get Prime Minister to uh, actually withdraw from the... uh, from the conference. Now, is that a disappointment to you that the Prime Minister has withdrawn from the conference? Yes, it is, because uh, she's made this decision and it was made rather quickly, I think, uh, you know, on the basis of press reporting, which was uh, wrong. You know, I mean, if you make decisions on the basis of wrong information, you're going to make a wrong decision, unfortunately. Jim, coming back to the comments, you were defending the traditional uh, definition of marriage under attack, and you've come out with a point which uh, which is largely overlooked, and that are, that is the health effects uh, of those who are pursuing a homosexual lifestyle. How do you put that into the right context now uh, on the back of being misreported? Yeah, look, there, there are a whole uh, raft of reasons uh, that we know we need to preserve marriage as between a man and a woman. Uh, I spoke at the uh, 
conference at Tasmania through all those or a lot of those issues and of course the main ones uh, being that uh, it is to break the biological biological identity of children uh, to admit to uh, hom- or admit homosexual marriage and uh, I, I believe and we've seen in the, um, uh, the case of the stolen generation that we must never break, knowingly break, intentionally break the biological identity of children. Also there are real consequences in homosexual marriage uh, for religious freedom and uh, religious conscience. These are two issues which are um, which are human rights, unlike gay marriage, which the European Court of Human Rights has said is not a human right. Uh, but these are human rights, and uh, government should not legislate for something that uh, would place a whole body of its people, uh, being the faith community, at uh, in a vulnerable position. But uh, but but in uh, answer to questions at this uh, conference, um, uh, this issue uh, came up, and uh, you know I pointed out that if you're going to package uh, homosexual lifestyle and the heterosexual lifestyle together under marriage, then you've got to accept the fact that you're packaging two things which are different. And one of those differences is in the, the health consequences of the lifestyles. You know, the homosexual lifestyle has, unfortunately, uh, drastically worse outcomes than a uh, health outcomes than, than a heterosexual lifestyle. It's not the first time that those sorts of issues have been touted. I've heard that before and, uh, in fact, decades ago about the health consequences of a homosexual lifestyle. What you're saying is uh, if you want to to redefine marriage and accept a homosexual uh, couple being married, then there are further health consequences that come when you promote a lifestyle. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Uh, You know, what we're saying is that we package this under marriage. Now, yeah, Christians should be aware that uh, in Massachusetts, where uh, homosexual marriage is uh, legal, what we have is uh, parents unable to bring their children out of instruction on homosexuality, you know, it, it, even as low as a sort of kindergarten, our kindergarten equivalent. Now, um, you know, that's uh, been the case where people objected on moral grounds, but it'd equally be the case if you tried to object on the basis of the health outcomes of the lifestyle because the reality is that, uh, and and the reason given, is that once marriage incorporates equally heterosexual and homosexual lifestyles, then you are not able, legally, to um, treat them differently. So things like surrogacy, which of course has just been overturned in uh, Queensland or shortly will be, uh, would never be overturned again once you've got gay marriage. So there, there are real consequences for gay marriage and this packaging of the homosexual lifestyle and the uh, heterosexual lifestyle together in marriage. Jim, everyone who knows you and has seen you in debates like the one that you were a part of this week knows that you're very diplomatic and that you do present things in a gentle way. But it really is a case, isn't it, that you can't approach the defence for the traditional marriage definition without offending those who are against you. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the truth offends, you know, and uh, and so it's, uh, you know, we do, and I, I appreciate you saying that, and I hope that is my reputation because I believe we've always got to do things graciously in the name of Christ. But the reality is that truth does offend people, you know. The gospel is an offence to people. And uh, and I guess as Christians, we've just got to accept, and we're certainly accepting this afternoon, and I assume it'll go on tomorrow, that that is the fact, you know, and uh, we don't seek to um, uh, to be out there martyring ourselves at all. I can assure you we didn't seek 
to see the Prime Minister pull out of the uh, conference, but if that's the re- result of our uh, standing up for truth, then we've got to stand up for truth. Jim, without the Prime Minister taking the top billing as the keynote speaker, uh, I guess there'll be a search for an appropriate keynote speaker. It's certainly going to draw a big attention, isn't it, to the uh, to the conference that's coming up next month? Uh, yeah, well, I, I think that uh, the conference might fall apart uh, because of the lack of the Prime Minister. I mean, she was filling a 20-minute spot. Um, but uh, the reality is that the conference is on religious freedom. It would have been good to have the uh, Prime Minister give her a view of that. But as she's not there, um, the conference certainly isn't about to fall apart. Uh, talking about religious freedom, uh, the fact that that is the focus of what the conference is all about, uh, you're obviously concerned that religious freedoms are under attack in Australia. Well, yes, and it's not just in Australia, but of course it's right around the world. And uh, I, I heard a, um, uh, a bishop in the Catholic Church, actually, uh, Anthony Fisher, say recently that church is under persecution as it never has been before in history. And, uh, of course, uh, for us, it's uh, things like we're going through today. It's the throwing of words. But uh, for uh, our brethren overseas, uh, it's much more serious. You know, they're uh, under threat and uh, losing their lives on, on a daily basis overseas uh, for standing up for their faith. So... Um, you know, this issue of religious freedom in both Australia domestically and its future and uh, also uh, religious freedom overseas, particularly for minority groups and particularly for Christians, um, I think is a real issue that has to be addressed. Jim Wallace, uh, I know that there'll be listeners who'd like to be a part of your ACL National Conference. Uh, This controversy that's come over the health effects of homosexuality adds another dimension to the debate that others will be examining very closely and uh, certainly appreciate the frontline leadership you're showing when it comes to defending the traditional definition of marriage. Thanks for being with us today on 2020, Jim Wallace. Yeah, thanks very much, Neil, and thanks very much uh, to your listeners for their support prayers. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.